Hey guys, good morning to you. How are you doing? I really do expect that by this time you are supercharged to take charge of your business. Like you may know, I'm already very, very concerned. I'm very concerned about results. I'm big about results. And today is the 28th day of your coaching session. Now, I don't want you to get into a mode that just feels like, hey, we're going to get these on our own terms and condition. Everything I'm sharing with you in this coaching program for monetizer content is to help you to dominate. Now, I need you to say that to yourself, that I will dominate my market. Yesterday, I shared with you how to become an evoked brand that others would want to be like and admire. And I shared with you the principles that come all that are associated or the things you're expected to do if you need to become an evoked brand. What that means, again, as a quick recap, is that people should be able to refer to your brand in the categories that it belongs into or in the industries that you find yourself into. Meaning, for someone that is in the entertainment industry, they should not call the first five names without your name. And having done that, you need to take that step higher. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you what Tim Ferriss calls the credibility indicators. For you to dominate in your marketplace, you must be visible and men must know the value that you command. That value is what ultimately leads to the perception that when you put out the price, when you put out something, people want to affiliate, they want to associate with you. And so I'm putting all of those foundational works because I need you to think about dominating, owning your market. It is not enough for you to just have a slice of the market. Don't think that way. In the coming days, I'm going to share with you about scarcity mentality. Don't be content with the fact that you can have your daily bread. No. Determine to own the market. Determine to control the market. That's where I'm headed to with you. So Tim Ferriss calls this the credibility indicators. And he says that the marks of credibility are the things that position you as the top 1% in your field and it enhances your perception in the marketplace. Let me take that again. What Tim Ferriss calls the credibility indicators are the marks of credibility, the marks of authenticity, the marks that command authority and those things position you as the top 1% expert in your field and enhances your perception in the marketplace. What this also means is that if people cannot perceive you to be credible, to be authentic, to be to have authority in your industry, your pay is going to be low. People pay based on perception. Write that down. People pay based on perception. Write that down. Post it today on your media platforms and of course give credit. People pay based on perception. People pay based on perception. You must ask yourself, how do people perceive me in my industry? Do they perceive me as someone who is lousy, who has no credibility, who has no audacity, who has no authority, who is not authentic? If people do not perceive you like this, your payment is low. Let me say that to you again. People pay based on perception. Nobody will pay you because they just like your face. They pay you because of the perceived value you bring to their personal life. 
So Tim Ferriss begins to give a couple of um, a couple of hacks, which I'll call this the credibility indicator hack. He begins to give the credibility hacks that increases value. The first thing Tim Ferriss talks about is book authoring. All right, book authoring. That was that was that's very good in your industry. Can you lay your hands on materials? And sadly, you live in a culture where people don't write about their craft. People are always hoarding information. People do not want to give information. People are always hoarding. All right. So, is there a book in your industry? If there is no book, these days it's been made easy. I'm coming also to teach you about digital asset creation. All right. Book authoring is an authentic way of standing out. And these days, you don't even if if you're scared of putting your name um, in front of a book as though you are. You're not considering yourself worthy. You can create a course. You can create an ebook. You can, you can, you can do a whole lot of things. Book authoring stands you out in your industry. The second thing that Tim Ferriss proposes, and I've, I've modified this a little bit, is um, what he calls the membership of relevant industry associations. The moment people can perceive that you're part of relevant industry associations. So you want to ask yourself, what industry associations in my industry stand out? That if someone is part of that association, people would perceive me differently. You want to write those associations down and you want to. This is quite similar to when you had a wanted list. You want to seek to become a part of this relevant um, um industry associations the third thing is to be featured on tv station tv stations radios and on print media all right it's very interesting that if you're featured on tv and people are able to just perceive like whoa there's a credible media station that featured you to talk about health to talk about comedy to talk about entertainment to talk about something it actually scales the bar of your perception it increases, it improves the bar of your perception. So seek out. I'm not saying you should lobby, but by the way, people actually pay to be printed on, 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 on news media, on print media. People pay. People pay to even be on radio. People pay to be on TV stations. That increases a perception in the minds of people because people associate that you've paid value. So that means you're not someone who can just be tossed around. Another way to increase your credibility in your industry, and this cuts across any kind of industry, is invitation to give a talk at a prestigious institution, organization, association, alumni, whatever it is. If people see that, for instance, you're invited to CNN or you're invited to Harvard, why you don't have Harvard at this point in time? There are other organizations around that are prestigious, that are NGOs, non-profits, um, associations, institutions, that you're invited to those places. Man, you need to be in those kind of environments to increase your credibility hack. Also, if you're wondering how you can go around this, let me quickly say to you that you can seek out and partner with presenters, with producers of important TV shows on TV, on radio, or on print. They are actually looking for content. Let me tell you the truth. They are looking for content. They are looking out for content every time. 
don't think that they uh, just have their lineup. Some of them wake up in the morning. Is that day they have the show that they are preparing their content. So if you have friends in the radio station, on the TV station, why don't you reach out to them and make a pitch, right? Seek out and partner with them. They are looking for content. You can talk to them. Hey, I can be on your show and I can do this. All right. Now look out also quickly. Go online. Look out for membership seek to be membership of influential industry related associations in your city in your country and globally right look out for influential industry related associations that when you have those stamp those badges beside your name it stands you out all right again if you want to author a book and you're finding it difficult to just sit down to have to write a book what you can do is to start with the social media. You can repurpose your social media content. So you can decide to say that from today or from tomorrow, in my content calendar, I'm going to write about um, pricing models in my industry, for instance. And every day you just dedicate or once in two days or three days, you dedicate to write a content around that. And when you're done with that series, you can actually repurpose that to become a book, to become a book, ebook, online course, whatever it is, as long as you helped people completely, you can repurpose your social media. And of course, you can organize a, a free, a low price event, um, and you can invest in professional um, video and photo footage, and then you put them as mini clips on social media. You can do that on Facebook, you can do that on YouTube, where you are talking with people. All right, and then those things are captured. They're just professional videos, short, short clips, one, one minute and all that. And even if you can't organize an event because people are skeptical about the lockdown or the post-lockdown era, you can do that from the comfort of your room. You've got a good camera. You can decide to go live consistently. These are the things that will begin to stand you out in your industry. And Tim Ferriss calls it the credibility hat. So, hey, let me be very real with you. I want you, but based on the things I've shared with you, choose two things that you are going to start doing to increase your, your, what's it called? Your credibility. All right? Two things. I needed to think of two things based on what I just shared with you right now to increase your credibility. And tell me the frequency. Don't just tell me I'm going to be going live. I'm going to be posting. Tell me the frequency. It may not have been part of your content calendar, but you can add it as part of your content calendar. All right, guys. Peace out. Cheers. Hello, good day to you. Perhaps it's best to say good morning to you. Has it been coming for you? Has it been going? Has it been the journey of monetizing your content? It's interesting to know that we are in our 29th day, and by this time, many of you have already developed positive habits. I guess by this time, you can't sleep past 4, 4 a.m or 4.30, you're already awake. So the habit formation which we wanted to achieve as one of our core objectives in this cohort has actually been achieved and it's been achieved by now. And I'm also glad to hear the positive responses that many of you are beginning to make some money no matter how little it looks, but you're beginning to make some money from 
your information, from your knowledge, from the value you're sharing and you're willing to share with other people. And that's worthy of commendation. And I think I deserve some offerings and tithes this morning. Let me switch into my my Father and the Lord mood. This morning, we're starting a conversation around product development. And what I want to do today is to really, really put you into that groove where you will start thinking about creating products. And um, just just before I go on this morning, I, I feel the need to pray for every one of you to make mention of your name in prayers and to fortify your heart and to garrison your heart this morning with strength. And so this morning, I pray for you, Chalia, and I ask that the spirit of wisdom rest upon you. I ask that this power and mind that you have inherited from your father, your mother, that it finds strength to lead you through the days of your life. I pray for you, Chioma, and I ask that the handwork and the beauty that God has designed you to be find expression in the shortest time possible. I pray that you would understand the workings of God in your life and that you will stand as a woman, regal and tall, edifying others to move in the path of destiny. I pray for you, Kang Suk. This day I ask that your strength be made mighty, that strength be given to you to withstand life pressures, that all the capacities that you have found yourself to occupy, that you will not falter, you will not fail, you will not resist what God is doing in your life by time. I pray for you, Pamela. This day, I ask that grace upon grace be upon you, grace to surmount mountains, grace to take territories, grace to become all that you're designed to be without drawing back. I pray for you, Naomi. I ask that the Spirit of God bestows excellence upon the works of your hand, that you will be positioned to sit before kings, you will be positioned to stand before people who have mind, power, ability, and will have the capacity to speak in your favor. And I pray for you, Modan. We call forth grace, we call forth ingenuity, we call forth creativity upon you. Your fountain of wisdom, your fountain of creativity will never run dry. You will walk tall. You will understand the workings of God in your life. We put upon you a mark that everyone that sees you going forward from today will recognize that the hand of the Lord is upholding you. You will do little. You will see mighty results. I pray for you, Patrick. I ask that God in his infinite mercy gives you capacity capacity to expand the horizons of men, capacity to speak words that men will associate with, words that will be interpreted in the way you desire for men to understand. This day, you will not scramble for words to express your gifting. You will not scramble for words to express your creativity. You will walk tall, knowing what God has deposited within you. And so this day, I pray confidence upon you, I pray for God to stay of the right community for you in your life and in your business. Sarah, the wisdom of God doesn't depart from you. We speak for you this moment that you stand as a judge, rightful judge, accurately doing that which God has ordained for your life. 
I call forth that the works of your hands, they are blessed. You walk in the land of a living and you reap the dividends thereof. I pray for you, Timbian. I pray for the right associations for you, the right network, networks, the right mindset. I pray this day for you that you find grace to push on, that you become a beacon of hope for many others. And in your day when you need hope and strength, you will not fail. We put upon you the garment of praise and we take off from you the garment of depression, of heaviness, of sadness, of gloominess, that the things which are not working around you, you find hope to see the bigger picture, that these things are temporal and that you're working for that which is eternal. And I pray for you, go now. Oh, wisdom is upon you. This day you find honor before people. You're considered honorable. You're considered honorable. You're considered honorable. Men find it easy to deposit into your hands resources that will take you to your next levels. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I needed to do that and I'll just let to pray for every one of you. Quickly, let me get into product development. As you keep sharing value, as you keep giving value with what um, you're doing right now in your industry, it's important for you to know that product development is a is something that is a non-negotiable for you at this point in time. You need to create products. And for those of you whose industries, like Timbian, you already have a product, which is obviously Shawarma. Gona, you have a product, which is the beads and all the corals and everything you do. It seems like that's the product. And that's very good that you have that kind of product or service that you render. Now, let me say to you categorically, that you cannot keep giving value without creating a product that people can patronize. Let me say that again. You cannot keep giving value without creating a product or a service that people can patronize. It is important to keep these things in your heart. You need to create a product or a service that people can patronize. And it is important that you keep these at the front burner of all that you're doing. And in this case in time, it's important for you to not just think about physical products, but for you to think about digital products, products that are beyond you, products that are not necessarily tangible. It's important for you to invest into creating those kind of products because that's what transcends in our world today. So you need to think about having digital assets. That's what it simply means. Digital assets are things that are not the assets, of course, but this time they are not tangible. They are not physical. They are they are virtual. They are there are things that others can relate with, they can derive value for it, but you don't necessarily see it as a physical product or a service. And many people have become millionaires by just creating, creating digital assets. And there are four reasons why I believe digital assets are, is a future, is where to go. In fact, even money is becoming digital, right? The central bank is working on in-era, crypto is taking around the world. So everything is really going digital. Five, ten years from now, many things will be altered. COVID has already introduced that this is now the way of living and you need to really work on it. So there are four reasons which would be my case for you creating a digital asset. And in product development, it's something you want to consider. So if you don't have a physical product, that's okay if your industry doesn't need that. 
But if your industry doesn't, I mean, doesn't necessarily need a physical product, then you need to think about a digital asset, something that can outlive you, something that can be go to places that you can't go to. That's simply how to put it. So let me quickly give you my four reasons, my four personal reasons for you creating a digital asset and why you need to start thinking about this in the coming days because the next few days, I will be hitting hard on creating digital assets and I'll be taking you through the product tiers, the product optimization, all of those kind of routes for you to work on creating your own digital asset. So the first reason that I'm giving to you is that it is borderless all right um, sometimes we're restricted by time and space we're restricted by movement we're restricted by not going to places and if you dwell in a city like Joss um, you need to start considering that you need to have a digital asset because the days for instance where there's an ethno-religious crisis or there is a tension in town you'll find that we are under lock and key, we're under curfew. So if you only fixate your mind on a physical product, in that moment, in that instant, you'll be stuck. Your business doesn't have anything to sell on that day. But borderlessness takes us beyond our environment, takes us into spaces that we have no business with. So for instance, in Tevuna, we have a digital asset, which is Skillquip. With Skillquip, we can target Rwanda, we can target US, UK, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, Cameroon, Lagos, Abuja, but we are here in Jos. But we can target those places because with that digital asset, we become borderless. We are not constrained by time and space and opportunities that are within our geographical boundaries. So borderlessness is number one. Number two, it saves you time. You don't have all the time to be creating products all the time. All right, but a digital asset is almost like once and for all, unless when you want to review or update or edit a couple of things. So years ago, for instance, we had clients from Cameroon, Dubai, and I think, yeah, Cameroon and Dubai and UK. And I found myself wearing out because I was always, today I scheduled this meeting with Cameroon, next tomorrow I scheduled this meeting, and they were paying good in dollars, in hundreds, I mean, in hundreds of dollars, not up to a thousand dollars, I think, now, then. But we found that we were beginning to labor on, labor, 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 and it was difficult, really difficult, and I was getting tired. But, But with creating a digital product, I found that it was easy. Just make reference to the people to take the class and if they have questions, they can ask you. You put them together in a place, they can ask you and you save time and you move on to other things because my philosophy in life is that the older you get, the more contested your time would be. Therefore, your strength also is waning down and you need to not devote your time and strength to the things that will give you more money and of course, pay. use that money to pay for the things that your time can no longer afford. All right? So that's the second reason. The third reason is that it keeps you in control, 100% control and flexibility. It means that you're not, you're, not, you're not governed by the market indices. You're not governed by the parameters that are in town. So let me use a case in point. Um, Ogona and Timbien, you guys produce things. You're not the direct producers of your, even Charlia, I've discussed this with you too. You're not the direct producers of your, of your products you are a secondary consumer literally you're not the one that that grows the rice in the case of chalia timbia you're not the one that makes the floor for your shawarma you're not the one that grows the cucumber the the 
sausage and all of those things ugoya not the one that produces the bead generally it means you have to depend upon a a primary um user in this case who takes that raw material refines it before you can get access to it every day your product price is increasing is changing but with with a digital asset you're 100 percent in charge of your product you're 100 percent in charge you can switch the prices at your own will you define that completely so it gives you 100 percent control you are like the the federal government in charge of your own market you regulate it you control it you design it and at this point in time digital asset market is not regulated and you must cash in on that nobody holds you bound you are the one that defines how much your product should be today you can switch it all down to to what's it called any amount you like all right and the fourth reason which is the last reason for today is that it helps you to expand your profits and your profits in this case can be your income your influence and your impact to people i take an example the five excellent habits of the rich that i just gave out over a thousand people have downloaded it now whether you like it or not that organic download that's not talking about facebook groups um whatsapp groups that people may have posted it into the direct copy without downloading it posted it in and those groups may have just downloaded it one way or the other people have gotten to know bobby joaquin so a healthy estimate is at this time is that probably a thousand five hundred people have known about that book at least they have downloaded it or they have it on their devices that's impact because the next time they see an ad probably and i say my name is bobby joaquin I'm not invincible to them. They are not necessarily getting to know me at that point in time. All they'll be doing at that point in time is to like me, trust me, and probably just buy from me or buy into my ideology and my philosophy. These are very critical things that you need to consider as you think about creating a digital asset. Now, let me ask you, which of these stands out for you? And which of these will be the exact reason why you need to create digital asset now i know the four of them are important but at least one will be important and then when you pick that one tell a story around it today on your social media platform and in that way you're beginning to prepare your audience for that product you eventually create so that's the tax and you've got to do these before 10 a.m today hey take one of these cases that that you believe in whether it's borderlessness saving time and cost 100 control and flexibility or expansion of income influence and impact whatever it is choose one that appeals to you and tell a story around it before 10 a.m cheers have a lovely day and i really believe in all of you trust my heart i really believe this is the longest audio i've done for you guys my god Oof. huge all right then bye bye